This podcast was created on Messy. Create your own show today at Messy.fm. Okay, it's Wednesday. You're listening to Caffeinated Changes, and this is your host, Stephanie. I'm here with Rhiannon, who is a super fun, uh, soon-to-be new mom. (laughs) (laughs) She is married to her husband, Peter, and he's a hilarious individual. He's hilarious. He thinks he's funny. Oh, but he is. <laughs> but that's that's the most fun, is that when he thinks he's funny. When he is funny, though, or when he thinks he's funny, he's not funny. Yeah, that's true. That is true. That's true. Just every day, Peter is hilarious. Yeah. When he's, like, when we went apple picking in the fall, and he complained the oh my entire God. time. Drove Rhea in and crazy, and she's like, she's looking at me like I'm considering divorce. Yeah. <laughs> Newly pregnant. I was newly pregnant. You're like, I think I can raise this baby alone. I think I can. I think I can. It's touch and go at this point. And then he gets in the car. That was fun. I will murder you. Not just the hormones. No. So tell us some things about you. What makes you you? What is what is the best thing about you that you think? Um... I'm, I'm super funny. I'm funnier than my husband. Um, <laughs> and it is a competition. And it is a competition. I don't know what makes me me. I think that I've been through a lot of stuff in my life. And, okay. um, and I think that I kind of come to, come to the table with no expectations and, um, and see where things take me. That's fair. You fly by the seat of your pants. Yeah, that's, that's a, that's a fair assessment. Yeah. <laughs> I think that might be why we're friends, in fact. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I mean, literally, I think I told you two weeks before I was launching this podcast, I was like, I'm going to launch a podcast in two weeks. And you're like, is that enough time? I was like, probably not. Probably not. Matter. Yeah, probably not. But you did it anyways. And look at you. Did. You're like... I have 17 subscribers. Yes! yes. Listen, that's 17 people that... Are listening. Are listening to us Shabba right now. Jaw. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> Rian and I meet every Monday for coffee, and so we literally spend two hours a week <laughs> doing nothing, talking to each other about we don't know what. No, I couldn't tell you what we talked about on Tuesday. I oh, couldn't I either. I remember. I remember what we talked about, but it was not do nearly you? as fun. Yes. Oh, because I'd had a doctor's appointment. It was not. Nearly oh, that's as right. Fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, health concerns. Yes, and if you are a woman, you need to get checked just all the time, just to have someone check you. Get y'all shit checked. Mm-hmm. So. I have all these questions, and I'm realizing that we don't have a topic. Because I say, one of my questions is, what's your experience with the topic we're discussing? Well, we did have a topic, but it was so boring. My work was the topic. Well, I... that's because, okay, so, you love what you do. I love it. You I love advocating. Love like, yeah. that's what you do. I love it. How do you, how do you, how do you plan on balancing that for, Rhiannon's about to pop, like, literally maybe any day. <laughs> <laughs> Charlie is done. She's <laughs> and if Rhiannon had an eviction notice, it would be, it would be up. It would be up. And yeah, like, you have six weeks to evacuate. Yeah, you or if it, yeah <laughs> remove yourself from the premises. You're you you become a bad tenant. <laughs> You're too large, and you have to get out now. All done. So how do you plan on balancing that? Or do you have a plan? Or is this like going to be another fly yeah. back seat of your pants? No, I actually, I actually, my husband and I have talked about it, and That's um, good. talking about this. <laughs> it is good. It. It's good. It's it's like pulling teeth, 
sometimes, but um, <laughs> it's it's good. Um, and and we, I have the most amazing uh, clients. Um, I'm an independent contractor, and so I I have two different client organizations, and um, both of them are great great uh, organizations that that work with me really well. And I actually just did my maternity leave um, meetings yesterday, and um, they both were like. They're panicking. Just excited. Yeah, <laughs> no, just excited. I mean, I think they are panicking a little bit. Um, but, you know, it's only four weeks, and I, and I work at home uh, most of the time. Um, I do travel about 14 times a year. So we're we're looking at um, cutting my travel down to once a month um, for no more than three business days. And then I'm also very lucky because I, I can take her with me. Um, on a lot of a lot of things that I do, um, just because of the nature of advocacy, um, we do demonstrations and protests, and, um, and and that's you know you strap a kid to you and you can walk wherever. So put him in a onesie <laughs> that represents your views and call it good. Exactly, I, mean, I will pimp anyway. my child. I will. I will pimp my child. That's kind of what we all do, right? Like, right. We all kind of just slap some onesies on our kids and move along. It's yeah. Instead of instead of gap. Right. My our onesies are gonna say, you know, healthcare for all or whatever. Or caffeinated changes. Or caffeinated changes. <laughs> yeah, actually, probably. That's a good idea. We should do that. Well, yeah, we're definitely gonna get this kid a caffeinated changes onesie. It's gonna be great. That's gonna be my next endeavor. I'm gonna have a cricket and I'm just gonna start making things. Yes. <laughs> that's that's what I need in this office. Is one more thing. One more thing. Right. So um we talked a little bit about balance and your career and all of that stuff. What What's one thing that you've done um, that was on your bucket list that you've gotten to do because of what you do? Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I, it's, it's, I get to go to Capitol Hill on, on a pretty regular basis and meet with members of Congress. Um, and uh, that is something that I have always wanted to do with my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and now it's so funny because I don't even bat an eye about it. Um, but I take volunteers that that want to go meet with their members of Congress, and they are just dumbfounded right. by this experience. And it's so refreshing because I, I remember when I was like that. Yeah. Um, and I, I get to bring them into these offices and, and um, talk about things that matter to them, like like healthcare access and uh, drug pricing and <laughs> HIV care. I, I work with a lot of HIV patients, um, and uh, it's it's remarkable to see them experience what I do on a regular basis now. Uh, something that was on my bucket list. And um, so, how did you fall into that? How did you fall into? I mean, ass backwards. Yeah. Um, I'm yeah, flying by the seat of your pants. Flying by the seat, yeah. <laughs> um, I, you know, I came out of um, college with a bachelor's in social work, and um, I I didn't have I, I had a good idea of what I wanted to do, um, but I didn't have an avenue to get there. And I did an internship in Washington D.C. with an organization called the One Campaign. Um, and I was on their government relations uh, team. 
And the whole internship, I, you know, we were trying to get me into a congressional office. We were trying to get me something mm-hmm. afterwards. Throw me a bone. Throw me a freaking bone. Unfortunately, it was during a time right after an election where um, most of the Democrats had been voted out. And so that just means that there is an influx of staffers that were already on the Hill taking up those jobs. Um, and so... You know, it was tough. tough. And and, and I was not above working for a Republican. I respect, there's a lot of Republicans that I respect. And, um, and we, we went that avenue as well. Um, but, uh, couldn't find anything. And so I came home and moved back in with my parents at like 26. Which is not uncommon. No, it's not uncommon. But I remember thinking to myself, oh my God, this has happened. This has happened. Like, oh my God. (laughs) And I remember thinking, is this it? Is this what's going to happen with my life? Am I going to live with my parents? (laughs) Like, and then work at a credit union, which I loved working at the credit union. Um, But yeah, yeah, I I do. I remember thinking that. And then, um, so for about nine months, I put in um, hundreds of applications, hundreds. And And how uh, many of those did you hear back from? A handful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a handful. Yeah. And, uh, it, yeah, I, I got to the final round of a job in, in, uh, Chicago, a job doing education public policy, and then I got a, fi- got to the final round of a job, um, in Cape Town, South Africa. What? Yeah. <laughs> and, and, <laughs> and it was, and I didn't, and it was, they were at the same time, I didn't get either of them. And I was oh, like. Oh, man. And that was it. That was, I said, that's it. If I'm going to be not in a career that I want, I'm moving back to Michigan where my friends are. And I was in, I was in Minnesota with my parents. So I moved back to Michigan and honestly, quite honestly, within three, three or four months, I had an interview with an organization called AIDS Healthcare Foundation, um, Mm -hmm. uh, for some contract work. And that's what kicked it off. I think it's important. Like, your story because you did fall into it and like it was about you had to listen to your gut you had to everyone pays their dues in some sort of respect but you also you took the time to kind of figure out like okay if hold on I'm gonna have to edit this anyway I'm trying to figure out where I'm going I lost my runway well yeah I mean it's like I took the time to actually Think about it. Think about it. I mean, uh, that wasn't by my own choice either, right? No, I was and forced is it rarely? to. Uh, no, it's not. It's not. And I have a, a, a friend slash mentee that is going through this right now. She's about to graduate next year. And and I said, look, just hold, hold on. You know, you're, mm-hmm. you're going to find your way on the other side of this and you're going to be fabulous. Oh, that's where I was going with this. Okay. So... What are the, the memes that you find on Facebook or on Instagram yeah. or Pinterest is what success looks like. And I think yeah. so often yeah. we think that we're the exception to the rule and we're not. Like your story could be like at the very low point. And then mm-hmm. six months from now, after going up and down, up and down, up and down, your story is going to look totally different. And I think that so often we get trapped in this like, well, it's not me, but why is this person successful over here? Hang on, just hold on just a tiny bit longer. Yeah, yeah, and I, I've said this to a lot of people, is time is static. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you're seeing a snapshot of somebody else's life in a static 
environment. You know, you're not seeing the whole progression of, of where they're going or where they're coming from. I remember being 19, my best friend at the time got married at 19 and I was immensely jealous of this, immensely. And I thought, oh, why her and not me? Um, and, uh, you know, her her husband ended up being... Um, A jerk? An alcoholic, yeah. And and she yeah. suffered for, for seven years. Um, and finally, you know, she's on the other side of it now and she's divorced. And, um, and I, you know, looking back, I'm thinking... Well, thank God, you know, <laughs> right, right. you know, and she's had such a tough time. She's come out of it so, so strong, but she didn't deserve that. Um, Nobody does. And, and so we're looking at people in a static way. Like you can look at me in a static way is like right now I'm, I've got two contracts and I'm, I'm being pretty successful. That doesn't mean that tomorrow I'm going to have two contracts and I'm successful. Right. 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 So you have to, you know, take it all, all in stride and, and realize that, it's panoramic. Yeah, still. exactly. Take a panoramic of of your life and other people's lives. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that means asking questions. It means listening. It means, you know, talking to somebody that whose position maybe you want to be in and be like, so tell me about you and just yeah. stop and, and listen. Constantly positioning yourself physically and metaphorically to absorb what anybody, anybody else is, is, is willing to put out there. No, I say that with a caveat. I mean, you know, <laughs> don't, don't, don't find yourself absorbing, you know, unhealthy behaviors. But Correct. Yeah. Correct. Please no unhealthy behaviors. Yeah. That is not what we're about here. No. No. Um, so describe the person that you were before you kind of landed in your, in your, I don't want to say your prime, because I, I think that. Is yeah. selling it short, but like, but in my present, and you're right. There you go. Describe the person you were when you were living at home with mom and dad, and you're yeah. like, uh, "Is this it? Is this it? <laughs> is this it?" Um, and not in the Michael Jackson fun way. <laughs> is this it? No, this no. is the oh crap. Oh oh god. <laughs> um, it's it's like the mid twenties. Like, oh oh no. Which studies have shown that lasts until your 30s so if you feel like you're behind the curve you're not you are but you're supposed to be oh you you are but you're you're supposed to be yeah you're right where you're supposed to be and um you know i was a i was a adventurous like independent woman um living at home with her parents yeah, that's what I was. And uh Rhiannon's mom likes to say she was adventurous and independent the minute she came out. The minute she came out, right. That's what my mom says. She said I was in charge the minute I came out. Um but I didn't have a purpose and That's hard. And that was just difficult. Yeah. Not having a purpose. Um, not knowing what my purpose was. And even when um I loved my job. I, I worked at a credit union. And I learned a ton about finance and a ton about, um, you know, the way that communities interact with each other. Um, and I loved it. But, yeah, I, I just did. That wasn't my purpose. I think it's good that you took a lesson from it, right? Yeah. Like, if you can do a position where maybe it's not your be-all, end-all. And I, I believe that people reinvent themselves constantly. Yeah. Like, this is not what I was doing six months ago. Right, right. I It just isn't. Right. And so, I think if you have that belief that 
you're flexible, you can do whatever mm-hmm. you want to do, and this is maybe not where you're supposed to be, but it is where you're supposed to be right now. Yeah, yeah. I think that's that's spot on. Um, I think that you have to constantly be open to what's next. I agree. I think you have to constantly be open to like, okay, this worked for a while and, Mm -hmm. and now it's time to do something else and, and be open to those opportunities, you know? Um, so I'm, I'm a, a contract worker, meaning that I take contracts and invoice, um, organizations. I'm an independent consultant. I'm constantly looking for new organizations Mm -hmm. to work with. Um, I'm constantly looking for new um, people and things that that ignite my passion or ignite my spirit. Um, it's the Marie Kondo of career. Like, yeah. Does this spark does joy? Does this spark joy? Nope. <laughs> Not at all. And, <laughs> yeah, and having said that, I love my job. Does it spark joy every day? Absolutely not. No. no. <laughs> Does it spark joy when you're delayed at the airport? No. <laughs> no. I mean, does it, you know, you're still working with human beings. And we're all flawed. And we're all flawed. Oh my gosh. And, so flawed. And so, <laughs> yeah, do I love it when I'm getting yelled at by, you know, a, you know, a staffer or a member of Congress for, for the work that I believe in? No. I don't, nobody likes that. That goes back to, let's treat everyone with respect, shall we? Shall we? <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> so what advice would you give? You mentioned that you had a friend that is looking to get into the same line of work that you are. What advice did you give her to kind of just make it through this transition period? Stay open. Just stay open to to anything that comes your way. Um, because even if you take an opportunity and it turns out that you don't like it, You've learned that you didn't like it. Exactly. Even if you take something on and you run with it for a year and you think, nah, this isn't quite it. You've also opened yourself up to other opportunities. You're, you've networked with other people. You've um, you've met other organizations. You've you know you you're refining yourself um, in a way that you wouldn't have otherwise if you hadn't have taken that opportunity. Yeah. I, I agree. I think that every there's a reason for every opportunity that you take. Yeah. Um, and there's a reason for every opportunity that you also pass up on mm-hmm. um, for whatever reason. Don't, you know, don't try and stick a, a round peg into a square hole. If it's not working and it's it's just not working. And you've given it your all. Like, yeah. don't, like, the first bad day, don't quit. That's yeah. Not, that's not what's being said here. No. And it does sound kind of counterintuitive, right? Like, take every opportunity, but... Don't take all of the opportunities. Yeah, well, you use know, your gut. Use your gut. Mm-hmm. You know, if something's not working, if you're missing connections and it's just not happening, just pass on it. Right. And I think so often that we get we start scrolling on Facebook. Right? Oh yeah. We start the scrolling and we're like, well, now we've extroverted enough, and particularly for someone like Rhiannon and myself, we're like, we actually really hate people. <laughs> <laughs> But yet, we love them because we realize that without them, we'd be poor and broke. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but but I think that take the time to say hello to somebody in the morning and, and you don't know who that person is. Yeah. Like, for all you know, that person could be the person that's going to hire you. It yeah. could be the person that's going to change your life. But yeah. if you don't say hello, if you're so buried in your phone scrolling, 
You'll never see it. Mm-mm. And, you know, I, I'm a naturally extroverted person. However, I, you know, I suffer from chronic depression and anxiety um, and have done for most of my life. And so knowing myself and knowing uh, when it's getting bad, I, I, it's not easy. You know, you have to push yourself out. You have to say, all right, today I am going to get out of bed. And, and that's a success. It is, for sure. And you surround know? yourself with those people that yeah. know when you're starting to yeah. go down the rabbit hole. Totally. May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and, you know, I've been to therapy, Rhiannon's in therapy. Like, I feel mm-hmm. like without those two things, I don't know that, I think that lives would be imploding. Oh, yeah. I Not think so just too. ours. Oh, yeah. Totally. I think that uh, we'd be in jail, because we would have killed our husbands. <laughs> Yeah. There's a lot of husband murder jokes going on, but we really do love our husbands. They They're are pretty amazing. Beings. They are. They, they deal with us every day. We, we, yeah. They're wonderful human beings. We've, we really struck a jackpot. What that yes. is, we're not sure. Yeah. It's a jackpot that just keeps giving. <laughs> you know? It just keeps... Wow. Every day. Every day. <laughs> oh, God. So, you know, what is, what is anything that you would add? Is there anything that you would add to the, the world if you could? And not like, don't give me some toy idea that you've made up in your head. <laughs> that you're like, I think that if I could just patent this. Listen, that's Peter. I, he he Peter has all sorts of. Together. Yeah, they like, have. I feel like if we left them in a room. Yeah. The world would just inexplicably. Inexplic- I cannot say that Inexplicably. Word. That one. Explode. Yeah. Somehow there'd be a rip in the space-time continuum. <laughs> that they would be responsible for. Right. Right. Now, what would I add? I, you know, um, I think that there is a distinct lack of grace in this world. And, and by grace, I mean um, giving people, giving others the space... To be wrong. And accepting that you're wrong. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I'm wrong every day. Yeah. And, and and that does. And you're right, actually. It, it, you know, it starts with yourself. It starts with giving yourself grace and saying, oh, look, I'm not right all of the time. And that's that's fine. Um, but, you know, the neighbor across the street, you know, waving the, the Trump flag, they believe what they believe. And... They feel something extremely strong. Um, but it's worth opening up the dialogue. But it's worth... You, we can't We can't close doors. And, and mm-hmm. I think in this country, I think that we've closed doors and um, personally and professionally. And um, we've found ourselves in these camps that uh, I believe... Yeah, I believe the same thing that she believes or I believe the same thing that he believes. And... Um, Give people grace. Give people grace to be wrong. Give people, give yourself grace to be wrong. Um, give, you know, and then, and then when you're right and you, and you feel it in your bones, don't wave it around in front of people's faces. No, because then they're, when they're wrong, they're just going to stay wrong. Oh my God. Like, come on. They're like, nope, we're done. Nope, yeah. Nope. Like, don't, don't be that person. Mm-mm. No one likes a, what is it, a sore winner? Sore winner, yeah. Mm. Yeah, I think, you know, the best winners are the quiet ones. And I always say, you know, if I 
if I do, I was on an airplane with this guy and I was explaining to him what I was doing, what I do with my life. And, um, and he said, what's your name just in case you get famous? And I said to him, if I'm doing my job right, you'll never know my name. Right. You'll never hear my name. Right. And I think there's something really valuable in that. I agree. I agree. Okay. So we'll do our lightning round of questions. Ooh. These are fun. They're not deep. Not lightning. like our entire interview has been real deep. But it's deep. super fun. Um, that's where I live, at the bottom of a deep hole. <laughs> Maybe that's where my depression and anxiety comes from. Might be. Yeah. <laughs> Might be. So uh, beach or mountains? Beach. Yes. Oh. <laughs> yeah. How do you feel about sand? I love sand. <laughs> love it. Uh, I love it. What's your favorite color? Uh, yellow, like a mustardy yellow. Oh, like your dress that you yeah. have for your baby. She wore the cutest dress for her baby shower. Um, brunch or dinner? Brunch all day long. Why? Uh, because I like breakfast, and and brunch gives me an excuse to have breakfast for lunch. And um, you can have brunch at dinner too. And and you can have brunch at dinner. You can have breakfast at dinner. Mm-hmm. I just like eating breakfast food. Is it the bacon? Um, no, I only like bacon when other people have cooked it. You don't like touching it, right? I don't it's like cooking it. Slimy. I don't like cooking it. It takes so long. It does. And I know all of you out there are going to say, oh, put it in the microwave. Nah, man. I no, can't do it. Oven or pan? I, yeah. So, mm-hmm. no, I can't. Fall or spring? Fall. Basic. You're so basic. I didn't fall. know. Oh, yeah. Fall. All, all day long. <laughs> Because I love, you know, we live in Michigan. Yeah, uh, no, <laughs> that's my that's my throw up sound. Um, no, because we live in Michigan, and I absolutely love apple picking, and I also love Halloween. That's true. You do. You you know. I think you still have a Halloween decoration in your yard. Do I? Yes. <laughs> oh no. I don't care. Listen. I wear Halloween socks all does year it long. Joy? It I, does <laughs> all year long. I don't even care. I don't even care. In sync or Backstreet Boys? In sync. JT's JT's got my heart. You know that. <laughs> He's my man. Books or movies? Ooh, I hate movies. <laughs> what do you hate about movies? I hate how long they are, and I I don't have time. I, Do you I want can't. to tell people what happened to you last week? Oh my god, so, yeah, on a, I don't know what day it was, but Peter says to me, you want to watch the new Ted Bundy thing on Netflix? Yeah. Not, not the miniseries. Not the miniseries. The... Zac Efron. Movie. <laughs> we get, like, halfway through it, and I was like, is this a movie? <laughs> and he said, yeah. And I said, What? <laughs> Because I thought it was an episodic thing. I thought it was like a three-part miniseries. No. It was a freaking movie. You didn't... You, there was no clue when there wasn't... Are you still watching? The, are you still watching? No! <laughs> there wasn't... Well, there wasn't anything. And it wasn't like wrapping up. No. And it should have been at that point. Like an episode? An episode. And I was like... And so anyways... And I didn't like it. I'm sorry, guys. I just didn't like it. And I... <laughs> I got up and I brushed my teeth and I went to bed. <laughs> I was like, nah, man. Nah. So angry. I was so really upset. Angry. Who are you angry with? Netflix or Peter? 
Um, because Peter knew. Peter knew it was a movie. He knew it, and he, he didn't even say anything. I wasn't really. I wasn't actually angry with him. I wasn't like, angry with Netflix uh, either. I was just angry in general that I had been duped into I this. I think you've been angry about that movie. for about eight months now. Oh my god! <laughs> it's never gonna end. Uh, yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> iPhone or Android? Well, iPhone. Duh. Listen. Mostly because I can't. I'm too old to... That's what everybody's saying. Everyone's like, I would probably say Android is a better phone, but I'm so trained on Apple that, like, I'm not willing to switch at this point. I don't have the brain space. I've got a lot of other things in my brain, and I I just can't keep track of another iOS. It is leaking. It's not really working the best lately. (laughs) Yeah. No. Okay, I'd say it gets better, but since we're on year seven of it leaking, for me, I don't think it gets better. No, I don't think it does either. I think you just have to it's start writing things gone. down. <laughs> it's permanently gone. Favorite number. That's for Izzy. Ooh, favorite number. Izzy. You knew that was coming. Mm, you know, I'm partial to the number 15 lately, and I also like the number seven, so... Okay. I, and I like that 7 plus 7 doesn't equal 15. <laughs> and it, I don't know why. Don't ask me. I don't Do know. You, um, 7 has actually been a really popular number. Yeah, people like 7. People like the number 7 because it's the, in the Bible, it's completion. It signifies completion. Oh, it's, it's biblical. Biblical, yes. Well, a lot of my guests, one is a preacher's wife. Like, oh, Jennifer yeah. has no choice. She's yeah, gonna, she's got to like the she's Bible. She likes the Bible. Um, and then Marla, her number was three, but my friend Matt also. Three is, three is a very biblical number too. That's the Trinity. The Trinity. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. Um, okay. Coffee or tea? She's British. I should mention that she's British. She's going to struggle. Yeah. So I'm first generation American. My, my mother is, uh, is British. Um, my biological father is Australian and British. Um, and so, uh. Yeah, you know, I've got to go tea. Really? I do, because it's... It's got caffeine in it. it well, it doesn't have enough caffeine. That's, no. I mean, I, I do have to supplement <laughs> with coffee. Uh, but, you know, tea is an emotional thing for me. It's not a it's not a physical, like, uh, caffeine kick. Right. It's an emotional solve. Right. Um, to my soul. So when I, I think I said that to you the other day, I said, "What's going to make us happy?" And I said, "Oh, tea." I think my my well, my list was chocolate, chocolate wine, and something else. Chocolate, alcohol, and uh, I think it was even coffee. Coffee. Yeah. Yeah, and you were like, "Well, I think I'll go with tea." Apparently, wine is not something you're supposed to drink when you're pregnant. That's baloney. <laughs> okay, last one. Yeah. Dog or cat? Dog. I hate cats. Um, cats scare the living daylights out of me. I think that they are, I, 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 I hate them. They scare me. Do you know I had someone, Marla last week was like, I hate cats, but I have a cat. She, yeah, she hates her cat. If you look on her Instagram. She hates her cat. Yeah, she's like, there's no pictures of my cat. She lives in a constant state of fear. That's right. <laughs> like her adrenal glands are probably <laughs> like, um, whacked out. Yep, probably. She's probably, yeah. Uh, if you're looking for Marla, you can find her on Marla Yvonne Creative. It's, uh, it's on Instagram. And, uh, if you're looking for Rhiannon, where can they find you, Rhiannon? To contact uh, them? Or contact you? Really K. 
on Instagram. Um, uh, yeah, Rhiannon Lee Klein. Yeah, that's uh, it. Mic drop. Mic like. drop. I don't. I'm not a. I'm not a great social media person. No, she's really not. I suck at it. She. She's like a generation Xer. I'm like a. a it's called a zennial. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we both are. Yeah. But I've adapted. Have you? I wish I wish I would have taken a class. We've had this conversation. Yeah. I, I wish I would have taken a class in college on social media. Um, but I just didn't. I don't, did they have them back then? No. Right. God, no. I now have friends that teach classes on social media. Really? Oh, yeah. She's a marketing professor. She's getting her doctorate. See, that's what I need. She's, uh, she's pretty spectacular. Yeah. That's what I need. So. Is there anything else you want to add? Anything we missed? No, you're fabulous. So are you. All right. Well, thank you for being on. I appreciate it. Yeah. No Um, problem. Here's our recap. Rhiannon talked a lot about grace and flying by the seat of your pants. We're all just trying to make it through and often forget that everyone else is trying to do the same. So this week you have homework. Extend the grace that you want to see extended to you. Offer support to a friend starting a new business, regardless as to your personal feelings of it. Let someone merge in traffic. Buy the person behind you a coffee. Whatever act of kindness you can commit to this week could be a catalyst for something even bigger. Your inner circle is cheering for you, as always. As a side note, there will not be an episode next week. We'll resume on June 11th with the fabulous melanin goddess, Ebony Rogers. Her interview is a life lesson in how your inner circle should talk about you and how goals are meant to be broken and exceeded. Remember to subscribe for free and encourage your friends to do the same. Make someone else's day by spreading the love and light that we aim to produce with this podcast. Have a fantastic week and we'll see you June 11th.